Welcome to another episode of Based News Network. You are here with me, Punk Revolution Now, Kayo, aka Punk Revolution Now, here with Sophie, aka Joan of Arca. Say hi, Sophie. Hi there. And we have a very special episode for you. We're going to open with some news segments, but... Some pretty big scoops. We got some big scoops. But after that, we do want to do... We're going to be doing a QA and a session for the second half of the episode. We got a lot of nice questions on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Some good questions locked down. And we're going to go through them and answer them today. Thanks to everybody who's been listening and supporting the podcast and doing the questions. So let's get into the news. Alrighty, so, first... are we going to start with Harry? Let's start with Harry. Harry Styles. Be, I'm sure you guys are all aware of the comments he made. He made some pretty um, comical comments about... Um, gay sex. Gay sex. Yes. Let's, should, I, should I read the quote? You can go ahead and read the quote. Okay, so this is what he says. So he, Okay, so Harry Styles has gone into acting, which is like kind of like... Not that surprising. Not that surprising. A lot of musicians do it. It's just it's just weird how he's he's like funneled up to like the like the top of the pyramid even though he's so far in his music career and acting career seems to have like literally no talent whatsoever but like now he's like playing huge roles in big movies now and stuff. Yeah, I mean it's it's just like obvious like how he went about that and I I don't really know if he's a good actor. He at might all. be good. He, he could might be, be fine. Like honestly, like that's not really the point. It's just that like the thing is that he's playing a gay character in... Is it called The Policeman? The is he, movie? The film? Called My, My Policeman. Policeman. Um, is he playing gay? Yeah, he is. He's like... I think he has like gay sex scenes. Like he's oh. in the gay sex scenes. My Policeman where he plays... Um, something. Sorry. I see. We're taking Our a fact look. checkers just kind of changed the screen and I just missed a... Okay. A gay policeman named Tom marries a school teacher named Marion while being in a relationship with Patrick, a museum curator. Harry is going to be Tom? Yeah. Uh, so he's the lead role and he's gay. Yeah. And he's a gay policeman. So he is literally, as a straight man, taking an acting career role from a gay man, which is... Okay. That's actually a, that's actually a scoop right there. That no yeah, I mean... That's an angle you could go at. Sure. I mean, as a... Okay, as a bisexual person, like, that doesn't really bother me a ton, like, if straight people are playing gay roles, but no, yeah. it happens so frequently. That's, like, a little bit annoying. It's, like, you guys will literally, like, cast anyone but, like, an actual gay person in these roles, especially with, like, lesbian movies. Like, they're almost always straight women playing those roles like almost always for me right now for some strange reason harry Styles seems like the most famous lgbtq icon even though he's not even lgbtq and that's like the main issue which like here. some which sums up like the plate of Same th- it's very similar to taylor swift yeah all right so what did he say he said so he said okay first of all um we're looking at a um buzzfeed little buzzfeed. yeah buzzfeed we have we're a partnership with partnership BuzzFeed. with buzzfeed <laughs> Just kidding. we do get some news from them sometimes there's okay, a very so reliable harry said when asked about it i think about the gay stuff he says it's obviously pretty unfathomable now to think oh you couldn't be gay that was illegal i think everyone including myself has your own journey with figuring out sexuality and getting more comfortable with it Okay, so it's pretty obvious what he's trying to do with that comment. He's really dancing, like, he's really dancing around it, like, saying, like, yeah, like, I think about my own sexuality, and I'm like, we're all figuring it out together, and, like, but I'm not going to say if I'm gay or not, because that would, because the answer would be no, I'm straight, and that would ruin his, like, entire, like, brand that he's built and, like, how he makes money, essentially. Yeah, I think it's funny, because as a straight person... 
I, I mean, yeah, you, you might have occasional thoughts like, oh, I found this person attractive. Does that mean maybe I'm gay or bisexual? But I think, the, I think for, you know, for 99.9% of straight people, there's not really much of a journey. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I'm straight. You know, you know, you know like during like the, the gay marriage debates, you would say, oh, if being gay is a choice, then when did you choose to be straight? And then you'd say, well, I never chose to be straight. I feel like with being straight, there's not much of a journey. So for Harry to try to introduce this ambiguity as if like, He's like a really fluffy LGBT liberal dude when like he's just a straight guy who's just not being very direct about it so he can continue to main his like maintain his LGBTQ clout. Yeah. That's kinda weird. It's it's really weird and pathetic, honestly. Yeah. And then here's like the quote that got him in trouble. It says it's not like this is a gay story about these guys being gay. <laughs> it's about love and wasted time to me. So much of gay sex in film is two guys going at it, and it kind of removes the tenderness from it. There will be, I would imagine, uh, some people who watch it who were very much alive during the time when it was illegal to be gay, and Michael, I think that's a director or some writer, I don't know, wanted to show that it's tender and loving and sensitive. Okay, so that's a fascinating comment coming from someone who's presumably straight. Yeah. Like, so much of gay sex in film is, like, okay, so we have a straight man here being, like, talking about something that does not affect him whatsoever. Harry Styles, the, the CEO of gay sex, telling you how it goes. How it should be. Yeah. It, it's just a little bit weird, like, considering, like, he's likely straight because he's had so many opportunities. Like, he gets a lot of clout from, like, having this LGBTQ image, but is only publicly been with women. I think he also had another quote where he's like, well, I've never ever publicly been with anyone. Yeah, it's like... It's like, come on, what? like, you're just dancing around it, like... Because you know if you say you're straight, it will, like, just, like, damage that, like, clout you have, like, gay yeah. clout. Which gay clout is kind of real now. It, yeah, uh, it's really strange. It like, reminds me of, like, Taylor Swift, although I think Taylor Swift has been more direct about it, probably. Yeah. But this is just, like, pathetic. Like, especially just, like, with, like, the way he, like, dresses, like, tries to dress, like, in, like, an LGBTQ, like, fashion. Yeah. Like, like... Honestly, just, like, appropriating that entire culture for clout. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. One thing I have to say, too, is, like, okay, so this is not something I think about too much. I observe. I could be wrong about this, but he says so much of gay sex in film is two guys going at it. Um, I can't think off the top of my head of any films featuring gay guys, like, having, like, really just perverted, you know, non-tender sex. I mean, I'm sure it happens. I have seen some movies, like, there's definitely in Brokeback Mountain, there's a scene like that, and there's also a scene like that in God's Own Country, another gay movie. So there are scenes like that, but let's be real, there aren't, honestly, there aren't a lot of movies with gay guys having sex in general, period. Yeah. Um, but, like, I mean, there are movies like that, but they're not, though, like, I don't think they're the majority, honestly, like... I think that they avoided those scenes, especially with, like, women, anyway. I mean, I definitely believe it. It's just, um... I guess because Harry Styles isn't gay, it makes me hard to take him seriously as an authority on gay, gay sex in movies. Like, Yeah, like, okay, so, like, I, I'm just, like, imagining Harry Styles being, like, watching, like, a gay movie and be like, hmm, this is so unrealistic. Like, Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. excuse me? Like, yeah. what? Okay. So, yeah. And this would be a totally different thing if, like, he was actually gay or bisexual. But he's had so many opportunities when asked, because he's been asked a lot about it. And he's, every time he comes up with an answer that's so ambiguous that he can continue, like, being straight, but also, like, having, like, 
like this mysterious like kind of androgynous like sexually fluid vibe to him that like he really like uses for for fame and money yeah yeah, I mean, he like there's literally videos of him running around while playing shows <laughs> with like gay flags with like a gay flag as if he's like a cape, like he's the superhero oh of gay God. people. Just, you know, it's like what? It's just disrespectful, especially like he's like the main like gay icon and he's not even gay. I know, but I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't like we should like if we want to like have like gay icons or whatever, they should actually be gay people. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like at least you. the main people should be anyway. Yeah. There's a lot of like really cool gay people in music that yeah. like you could idolize and like Yeah, yeah. Like instead of him, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean I feel like and honestly the truth is is like Of course he'd had rest. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I mean I, I do think Harry Styles too has like benefited a lot from the fact that he's straight. Like, oh, for sure. Like, he has so many women and girls who are, like, obsessed with One Direction who are like, oh, my God, he's, like, the dream boyfriend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, so he he's, like, he benefits both from the advantages of being straight while still wanting to, like, absorb it's the advantages. Of, yeah, it's exactly. Per- it's a perfect, like, recipe for, like, clout. He has, like, two good songs. One with One Direction that came out, like, a decade Wait, ago. What songs? The one that's like, you're insecure, don't know what's for. You like for. that song? That's a good one. And then also, also Watermelon Sugar High is you also like good. I mean, I don't like it, but like... It, like, they're not offensive. They're like bad. the only two songs he has that are like good by some measure. Because mm. like his most recent album I listened to was just awful. Like there's nothing good about it. It's like, how is this dude so famous? And it's the, it literally, at this point, I can only think he's literally just famous for being like... Th- like this by like exactly saying stupid this. shit like this yeah, exactly. like most people are gonna read it and roll their eyes like dude what the hell and then there's gonna be some people who are like probably straight who are like yay also like i've never like the comment he made like i've never publicly been with anyone when he's very publicly in a relationship with olivia wilde which i think is a pr relationship yeah. because she's directed the movie like that he's in that's coming out soon with florence Pugh, and yeah. like I don't know. It's it's just like he's oh, not. You know he's what? Not with men. He's never publicly been with a man. No. One other thing too that's like actually re- relevant to the story. I was thinking of doing a segment on it, but we can kind of roll it together. Is that the Rolling Stone magazine had a front page cover this week with him on the front cover saying he's the new king of pop, oh, God. and that caused a lot of fighting because obviously there's a lot of hardcore Michael Jackson fans who you know want that title to be respected and only go to Michael, and then maybe if there's someone else who's incredible whatever they can maybe somewhat be compared to michael doesn't really bother me at all but like the fact that it's like it's It's harry styles he doesn't deserve that he sucks his music who do you think deserves the king of pop title if not michael jackson yeah i mean i don't really like pop enough to say yeah that's right he's punk but i mean like in thinking of like men in pop in the past two decades who i think have been like the best Mm. i mean i did i i do like a decent amount of like Maybe like Justin Timberlake singles, but I don't think they're as good as Michael Jackson. But I like I thought I thought like I don't know I can't really think of this. Literally time. like anyone but Harry anyone Styles. but Harry Styles. It's, it's it's actually hard to think of a, a a a man in pop music that's less talented than Harry Styles. So uh, no seriously. Yeah. No. Like Imagine Dragons makes better music than Harry Styles, <laughs> and Imagine Dragons like literally is the worst thing ever you know so that's so funny yeah yeah no it's it's just so like pathetic and like shameless like it's just it's so transparent what's going on exactly anything else about harry styles Mm, i think oh one thing i wanted to say real quick oh sorry oh no i was just i was just gonna say basically like six seven months ago i released a video on my youtube channel called like harry styles is like 
the worst person ever or whatever. And it was like a 10 minute video ranting about how like all like he just is so cringe and does all this stuff. And I feel like that maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like when I put that video out, this anti Harry Styles discourse wasn't quite as popular yet. No. So I feel like I've been redeemed. Like, yes, I was right. Now You're everyone's on the right side of history. I was on the right side of history. I, I didn't want to like be an asshole just dissing Harry Styles for no reason, but like I feel like I uh I was on the right side of history there, so I'm really happy that now everyone agrees with me. It's great, like, I, at least for us, like, it's great that, like, s- some musicians that annoy us are, like, getting a reckoning, you know? like Yeah, like Taylor Swift. Of, uh, the, okay, good. another disclaimer, guys, I don't hate Taylor Swift. I just, again, like, she has this similar situation where she's, like, lauded as, like, a gay icon when she's not, probably not gay, or, like, if she is, like, hasn't, like... I don't know. It's just very... They're very similar to Harry and Taylor. Yeah. Like, they go together so well. They also, like, come sort of from a similar era of, like, fame, like, where they, like... And then they, like, sort of, like, evolved into these, like, musicians who are very, like... I don't know. They're just... It's just not my thing. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. As simple as that. And I don't have to explain shiz to you. Especially since Sophie is a bisexual woman. (laughs) So she has the authority. Sophie has the authority on gay sex. So, (sighs) all right, enough of that. All right, so the next topic we were going to talk about was something a little bit less, something even worse. If you thought Harry Styles was dark, we have something that's somehow darker, Mm. which is Arcade Fire, the lead singer, vocalist, songwriter of Arcade Fire, the loving Arcade Fire band we all love for the past 20 years. Wynn Butler has been officially... I don't even. I don't he's even want. Me too. He's been. He's been exposed as a exposed predator. as a predator. Yeah. Okay. I don't even want to say canceled because that just kind of minimizes the situation. Like I saw, you know, like the Pitchfork article comes forward. It's a really good article. It's a great article. It's yeah. like wow, I didn't know Pitchfork was capable of real journalism, <laughs> but they apparently <laughs> they were just able need to, to stop reviewing music. They just yeah yeah seriously just leave that to Kaya. Leave that to me. You can just. I don't know. Anyways. Cancel Flop Tano. Cancel Flop Tano. Cancel Pitchfork needs to become, like, doing more stuff like this. Pitchfork, please write an article on Anthony Fantano's divorce. And, <laughs> and oh, yeah, Sophie and I have a theory that uh, only one music critic can have a girlfriend at a time. So, because now Sophie and I are in a relationship, the music critic god said we have to break off Anthony Fantano. All right, anyways. Before we, <laughs> I don't want to go down that path. But what were, we, we, Wynn Butler... Four women have come forward, or excuse me, four people have come forward with sexual misconduct allegations. I saw the Facebook, it popped up on Facebook from Pitchfork, and the comments were like, oh, here we go again, another man being canceled. Well, maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't immediately believe allegations before you actually hear all story, all sides of the evidence. And then you read the actual article, and it's extremely clear as day with no ambiguity whatsoever that... Win Butler's a freaking creep. He, he 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 like Pitchfork included his own like statements and comments from it, and they like only just like incriminate him more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we've got some pretty bad stories here of him being in his thirties, sending nudes to to girls when they're only eighteen. Like, stories of women and, and and by the way, Pitchfork verified all this by r- literally reading the text messages. Yeah, like. I think met up with them in person. Met up with met up with. It seems like they worked on the story a long they, time. Yeah, yeah. They, it seems like they've been working for a long time. They talked to the the victims' friends and family for yeah. so like it seems like there's just like an overwhelming bucket of evidence here that Win Butler and like I said, even just reading Win Butler's own statements, 
it's very clear that not only was he engaging in very, very disturbing, you know, messed up behavior with sending nudes to girls who obviously you can make the argument about power dynamics which is completely valid here especially when you have an 18 year old who's being send, sent nudes by their favorite band and yeah these are all like super fans of like arcade yeah. fire too. one of them had a tattoo an arcade fire tattoo mm-hmm. and by the way for those of you who don't know arcade fire it's a band where we have win butler and then uh, Re- his, his wife his wife regin regine and they're married so yeah. like so if you're a hardcore fan a big part of the appeal is like it's kind of cute that there's win butler and and his wife mm-hmm. are in the band together it's very romantic mm-hmm. and then imagine you're an 18 year old girl who probably is really excited about that pairing and then you're the other woman now who's like d- damaging that right. marriage that and you, like, you I- care, idolize you care a lot about her of course you do like, yeah she's a great vocalist great lyrics her. yeah and yeah. A f- and a few months ago earlier in 2022 will butler who's win butler's brother who's also in the band which is kind of a cute thing too a brother in a band he left the band uh, and that was kind of a mysterious thing and now obviously there's speculation of did he see this coming mm-hmm. was this kind of were there some whispers about this yeah. and that's kind of why he left before shit hit the fan mm-hmm. i can't help but think about like sweet trip too like, yeah the whole yeah, situation seriously. like with um what's his name robert robert yeah rob, rob like basically like being a predator and like doing some really sus stuff to um Valerie. Valerie, which is yeah. really sad because, like, an- another female vocalist. And, yeah. Like, she's really, like, talented and great singer, and, like, I really like her. And it's just, like, Sweet Trip's, like, one of my favorite bands, and, like, for that to happen, it's yeah. really upsetting. And, like... <sighs> I know. It's exactly. Sophie's reaction, and I completely understood it, was, like, oh, this is literally not surprising whatsoever. Yeah, not because, like, I could... I, I wasn't, like, oh, I just knew he's already a predator. It's just that, like, as a woman, like... As women, you're kind of used to this, like, people, like, I'm, I don't want to be, like, mean to the male population or anything, but just, like, as a woman, you have to be cautious, and, like, people that you encounter that seem, like, well-meaning and innocent and, like, not creepy can end up being creepy because that's how they get you. So, like, I think a lot of women have their guard up for a long time and, like, sense these things. And, like, end up being disappointed by, like, men who they thought they could trust. And they end up being, like, shitty and creepy. And, like, I mean, it just happens, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so, like, for me, and I hear this, I'm like, damn, like, that's crazy. But it's also, like, yeah, like, especially because this is a guy, like, he's a musician. And he's, like, famous and, like, has all this clout. Like, Yeah, he's been told his whole life he's the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not that surprising to me. Yeah. But... Then again, like, that's not to, like, say, like, I already knew he was a predator, which I did not, absolutely didn't. And I, I, I'm not assuming that. It's just, like, as a woman, sometimes you just have to be careful yeah. around men. Yeah. But. It's pe- sad still. It's yeah, sad. Ka- Kyle's a good guy, though, guys, I swear. I, yeah, I will. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna prove to all of you that good men do exist. Exactly. Because I, um, anyways. One thing I have to say, too, is this is a very extensive article with lots, lots of details. Definitely for, recommend reading it. Read it, it like, read it's it. It's a really good article. There's, there's, like, clear text messages of women saying, please, don't, I don't, I don't want you to come over right now. And then he comes over and they end up having sex anyways. Well, like, and he, like, sort of, like, forces himself yeah. on to, like, touches, touches like, women. Like, t- touches them there's unconsensually. A, one, like, one of the girls actually attempts suicide, suicide because like, right she's, after a sexual encounter. Yeah, like. She, like, didn't want to be the other woman. Yeah, so if you're someone, exactly, so 
Um, I like think she was the one with arcade fire tattoo too. Yeah, yeah, she was. Oh, yeah. God, imagine having like an arcade fire tattoo and then you get involved in that situation. That yeah, would just be so upsetting. It's really disturbing. It's really disturbing. It's literally, just like on your body, like reminding you constantly. Yeah. So I don't really have any like yeah. When Butler was kind of doing the whole like I was dealing with depression and drug issues, blah blah blah. Kind but of everything whole. was consensual, and for them to say that is not false. But I'm not trying to make excuses, and I want to be a better person. It's just like, okay, so. You're simultaneously admitting that you're like a shitty person, a shitty person and bad, but also it was consensual and like a yeah. good like. Y- you see how that's like very contradictory and like. There confusing. was plenty of contradictions in his statements and like yeah. it's like he did he didn't really form he said like I want to apologize to anyone who I may have hurt, which is one of those fake apologies Classic. where you don't actually own up to I'm actually sorry doing if I anything. Offended anyone. Yeah, sorry if I offended anyone by. It was not my intention. But by, I'm sorry if you were offend, offended. Yeah, by. You know, just sexually read the, read assault. The article, yeah, read the article. Like, you'll see, like, yeah. like in detail, like what he actually did. And yeah. Just like, and of course, there's like a pattern of behavior. Yeah. And it's not like, it's it's not like because I feel like some people make the counter argument. Okay, so one person came out with this, and then everyone else wants clout, so they're gonna like come out with their own stories and like lie about it, which doesn't seem like the case because it seems like Pitchfork collected like multiple stories and then they got released at the same time. Yeah, yeah. To like demonstrate a pattern of behavior. Yeah. I think if you're the biggest Me Too skeptic who thinks that, which is honestly, I think that's bullshit in the first place. But if you really are someone who's like very like skeptic of Me Too accusations, first off, I think you need to check yourself because that's, that's a weird mindset to have in the first place. But second off, even the most skeptical, oh, I think women would lie about sexual assault because of clout or whatever. If you read this article, there's just so much like evidence that stacks up on top of each other. This is just such a clear-cut case of, yeah, Win Butler, he's a he's a fucking creep. He's really hurt a lot of people. Um, and I mean, like, the band suicide is like a pretty big deal. Yeah, like yeah. not saying like he like, I don't know. No, yeah, but yeah. like. It, it's just, like, it's obvious that, like, he's tied to, like, a lot of painful things. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, it just, it sucks. It's, like, uh, come on. Like, it's, like, okay, so I know what you were saying about, like, at, like as a woman, you have to have your guard up because this stuff happens. So it's, like, it's depressing, but it's not surprising. But, like, I don't know. I just, I'm, st- like, I have to say I'm shocked, like, at the quantity because it's, like, even if... You're like a horny loser, depressed man. Like, isn't there like a, like something in your brain that says, you know what? This is like hurting another person. I don't want to hurt another person. Like, we're, what? Yeah, literally. You and know like, what I mean? And if you really like want to like sleep with other like younger women, there's like a way to do that. That's like not like what he did. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, sure there's plenty of women he could do that with that doesn't involve coercion and manipulation and them being 18 and confused and like. And, like, him pretty much forcing himself on them. So just, like, hurting his wife and his child. And, like, it's just a... Yeah, I know. So, I don't know, like... Situation. It's really, really pathetic. Um, Arcade Fire, they're kind of, like, legends at this point. But, I mean, they also haven't released, like... I mean, they had an album that came out this year that was, like, okay. I don't know. It's, It's just... I don't know. It's just... I'm curious to see how this is going to impact their image and their legacy because... I think they're probably one of the most famous rock bands of the past like twenty years, and yeah. they had they have had a very wholesome like their music was like in the where the wild things are movie you know what I mean like yeah. they're like a family friendly epic 
Canadian Montreal band. Yeah. But now it's like, who knows how this is going to impact them? Are people going to even care? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I find it hard to, like, with music, like, I feel like so many musicians have done, like, really shitty things. It's like you can't even avoid it at this point, like, listening to any music. Yeah. So I don't know. I think, like, I think people will definitely still listen to Arcade Fire, but I think that there'll be, like, definitely, like, a, a drop in, like, well, I think their reputation is definitely, like, permanently marred. Like, yeah. It's, like, like they, they just, I don't think they'll fully recover from it. I yeah. think that people will still listen to their music, but I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe the band will break up, like, Sweet Tripped it, and, like, maybe, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I hope they break, I mean, they should just break up. I don't want, I mean, I don't know. Like, in the latest album, I was getting a pretty, like, strong whiff of, like, pretentiousness and narcissism in the lyrics Mm -hmm. and i could just very if they decide to release another album i could very seriously like just picture win butler making the situation worse by (laughs) putting lyrics about how he's a victim for by because he was so depressed or whatever yeah Yeah. so i hope they break up because i think if they don't things are just going to get worse so oh yeah one other thing too and i know we kind of mentioned this but like Pitchfork.com is full of surprises because, like, obviously at this point, they're a really, really big, like, website that has to do clickbaity stuff and, like, review pop albums and, you know, skim over a lot of cool indie releases because they want to, like, get as much ad revenue as possible. But once in a while, they do surprises with a nice, a cool review of a cool yeah, album. I honestly, like, I got to give it to, like, yeah. Pitchfork for this one. It's, like, good journalism. Yeah. Really, like, great. Like, good writing good work good work yeah like very they really thought about a lot of stuff and like put a lot of yeah. work into it like yeah. several months of work at least yeah yeah and like yeah like i said even the most harsh misogynist me too skeptic i think will read this and just have to walk away with like yep seems like that was that was bad mm-hmm. um all right well that's all we got to say with that so Let's get into some more fun stuff now we're doing the Q&A we're session. We're going to answer some questions from you guys. All sorts of fun questions that are about the news, about our personal lives. We said everything's welcome, so... Yeah, so I'm just going to pull up some of the questions. Um, we got a lot of questions, thank you. I don't think we'll be able to answer all of them, but um, we'll, we'll take a look. We didn't really We didn't really plan the... Qu- we didn't really... We're just going to... We like, looked at them, and like there's some definitely some good ones. So there's a lot of... like. Like shit post questions, but there's also like foreign policy questions. It's like a funny combination, which I think is yeah. like a good like representation of this podcast. Honestly, favorite Arca moment by N N T. Yeah, you guys thought this was anonymous. No, it's not. We can see all of your username. Yeah, some of you are freaks. You asked some insane questions, that yeah. Anyway, from N T H N dot underscore dot underscore. Favorite Arca moment. What's what's your favorite Arca moment? Do you even are you aware of any? <laughs> Well, my favorite art, yeah, I mean, I feel like, you're, Sophie, you're always, like, come out to me, like, did you see that video of Arca doing a live where she was talking about, like, birds or something like that? Oh, when she nursed a baby bird to health? Well, I mean, that's the thing. I was like, I didn't, I didn't re- realize that, but I just feel like there's so many, like, weird Arca moments She's that you're telling so me about. She's so funny. She's really funny, but some people don't know. What about, does she have one about dogs? Yeah, she was like, oh, one of my favorite Arca moments for sure is when she's like, Chihuahuas are fucking great. I, like her, she's just like talking about how much she likes chihuahuas. It's so good. Like, on, no, yeah, here's honestly, chihuahuas sound great. Like, she just talked about how she liked how chihuahuas sound. It was really funny. Yeah. My favorite video of hers is when she has like a robotic spider mm. and she's like, Spider puta, sit. 
sit. Oh, yeah. And then it like sits and then it like jumps up and she goes like, ah, she like screams. It's so funny. Yeah. Cause she has like a lot of funny like videos and like stuff and like, so like for, I would, that's probably my favorite one. Yeah. I, I feel like Arca's pr- online personality is so entertaining that even if she didn't release any music, I feel like she'd still have like a decent following just cause she's so funny and weird and mm-hmm. like A lot of people think artsy. like I'm, a lot of people think Joan of Arca is Arca's like meme account, mm-hmm. which is not true that's kind of <laughs> at weird. all. Yeah. Um, okay. Someone says, would you recommend applying to universities in NYC? In NYC? All right. I'll, I Carmen can take this 22. one. Carmen 22. Would you recommend applying to universities in NYC? I would say, yes, I would. Obviously. So there's a few things. Every single person I know who's gone to a university in NYC has maybe their freshman year, their sophomore year, or junior year had a year where they were super depressed because frankly living in new york city is very isolating it's very challenging mm-hmm. uh there's not very like a traditional campus where you can kind of you know go to like football games with people but and it's also very expensive so you're going to go in a lot of debt but ultimately it's a very 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 great way to get your foot in the door of moving to and living in New York City, which I live in New York City. I've been here for eight years. I really, really, I'm like the happiest I've ever been because I love living in New York City. So I will say I recommend it. I want to give you a heads up. It's going to be hard. I want to give you a heads up that everybody I know who's moved here has had difficulties, Mm -hmm. but it works out. I think in the end, it kind of just like you go through a rough patch and like you come out better. Yeah. It seems is like the experience I've, I've like gleaned from other people who go to school here. My mom, I wanted to go to school here when I was applying to colleges, but yeah. uh, my mom didn't let me go anywhere outside of Minnesota. Yeah. So. And I would also say too, um, I went I went to NYU. I know there's like Columbia and like a ton of other NYC schools. I don't, I mean, obviously, you know, like there's advantages to going to a school that's more prestigious than others. That's just an unfortunate reality. But truthfully, I think if you're someone who's ambitious and hardworking and like you have a goal in mind that you want like to achieve, like you have a project or something and living in the city is going to help you achieve that project. I think it does not matter what school you go to. Yeah. If you, I I really think like being in this environment is kind of just like the same, no matter where you go. But there's also nothing wrong with going to like a state school. Yeah. Like I do. Yeah. Like, like there's like fun and everywhere. And like, there's a lot of advantages to like the decision I made, you know, like, I don't know. Like, you can always go to, like, you can always move to New York after school and, like, or, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I think there's, like, an advantage, like, going to a state school in, like, the Midwest. Just yeah. just plugging that. But True. Yeah. Anyway, um, someone asks, what are those SpongeBob patches on your face and where can I get them? Okay, so I was given these by one of my friends. You might know her, Tiny Jewish Girl. Um, cause she, I think she got sent it like from a PR thing, but they're from Starface and they're just like acne patches. So yeah, but they did look like acid tabs and I've got a lot of comments about that. Um, okay. Someone asks who started punk? Uh, well, I mean, I feel like when it comes to like telling the story of like the history of punk rock, I like to start with the Velvet Underground, but I wouldn't say they necessarily started punk. There's definitely been like lots of cool, like early rock and proto-punk bands before the Velvet Underground. I think a lot of people kind of point to, like, Little Richard as, like, the Mm. inventor and, like, Chuck Berry as, like, the inventor of rock and roll. And I feel like there's not that huge of, like, watching 
them play with like the energy and the wildness they had that like is kind of why they were able to start this like rock and roll revolution it's not that far off from punk as well and there's like the sonics so it's kind of a hard question to answer i don't know i feel like it kind of went hand in hand with the invention of rock and roll but i like to think like as a narrative of the history of punk in my head i like to start with the velvet underground personally just i feel like lyrically it's so nihilistic and so like edgy and noisy and angsty that to me it feels like that's like a definitive like that's where i start with punk in my head okay we're getting a lot of questions about asking like how we met so okay we like met like on instagram yes because like I, if like you count that as meeting i guess yeah like actually I... we should tell the whole story okay so we so we have this friend named justin mm-hmm. just Slint, we're, Slint memes. we're giving him a shout out justin he's one of the mo- the admin at what is it, moderators administrators admins. he's one of the admins of, of Slint memes. the slint memes account and slint memes is a really funny page on multiple <laughs> they levels they don't post any slint memes yeah like once in a blue moon they post a slint meme. yeah but justin is actually a really big fan of like slint the band and like post-hardcore which is the genre of music that slint plays yeah. and i've played in died which is a post-hardcore band very influenced by slint obviously my youtube channel punk revolution now i do he's music he's a big fan of punk revolution now he's been a fan of punk revolution now for like two years exactly so yeah. so justin really was the middleman between the punk revolution now indie post-hardcore community mm-hmm. and and the funny, goofy, Joan of Arca community as well. Yeah. And Justin was great friends with Sophie, yeah. great friends with me. Put us all together in a, a group chat called Punkcella. I feel like, yeah. Wouldn't you say that's where it kind of... But you actually did DM no, me directly. No, I did directly. DM him. I was like, you're a legend. Yeah, Sophie was a, yeah, Sophie was a big fan too. I I'd was say. a fan of him. Justin was the, the catalyst. Well, but, Justin showed me Punk Revolution now. Yeah, yeah. So like, show me videos, like for your, your videos, like I think. Yeah. I think the first one I saw was the most down bad person of all time. Yeah. Such a great video. Thank you. Um, I, I, I don't know. I just like, I really like, was just super like impressed with him. Like his like humor and like his talent. It's just like, like his, I honestly, like I did not like, I hadn't listened to died or anything yet or like listened to his music, but I just like liked his YouTube channel a lot. And like his, his Instagram and Twitter are really funny. I just thought he was like the funniest person ever, which he is. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. But, so I was like, you're a legend. And I, I think I asked him if I could use your, like, you were doing like a insane, like, soy face or something. And I was like, can I use this in a meme? And he's like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, okay, awesome. Yeah, that was obviously exciting to me. I mean, for, so first off, I did like the Joan of Arc Instagram page. Thank you. But obviously, as like a, a small YouTube channel for someone who has an Instagram page of like over 100,000 followers, it's exciting. Like, oh, sweet. Hopefully more people find out my channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, being in the group chat with Sophie and just like messaging her directly, it was very clear to me. She was like a very, very nice person oh, with like, was you. very funny. And um, like, someone that I got along with and she was coming to New York city for an internship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I live in New York city. So I, so I said, we should hang out. It'd be mm-hmm. fun to get to, cause we were f- internet friends at this point. Mm-hmm. We meet up, we go to the museum of modern art. We take oh, a, are you really giving the story? we're doing the whole thing. We're doing the whole story. We take a selfie in front of the Salvador Dali. We, tr- we got in trouble. We got in trouble at the museum because we were acting like goofballs and that was, we just had a lot in common. Yeah, immediately. A lot of fun, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And yeah, we uh, just we started we started hanging out a lot. We like we were like you know like we should we wanted to do a podcast. I think like the first time we hung out, we were like yeah we should do a podcast. Yeah, it was interesting. It was a really interesting because like completely completely for for me and probably from Sophie's perspective, like for me, 
I, you know, I knew, or I thought at least that Sophie was a lesbian at this point. I thought I was a lesbian too. <laughs> so for me, hanging out with Sophie was just completely just like, oh, this is awesome. Like, this is a great friend. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we have the same interests. Like, it'd be really fun to do creative projects together. Yeah. Um, and let's just say there was a plot twist. Yeah, we just, we started hanging out all the time. Yeah. Like, every day. Yeah. And, I don't know, we just became really close, close friends. Yeah. Um, I was like, wow, Sophie, I've never met anyone I've had so much in common with, with oh. Sophie. Um, she's a great friend. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, I think we both just, like, had feelings for each we other. We had, yeah, I was, unspoken. I was repressing those feelings pretty hard because, like, obviously. Um, you didn't want to, like, be creepy t towards me because I was, like, said I was a lesbian. I actually talked about being a lesbian with him a lot. Like, yeah. Because, like. I was a straight guy. He had questions, and like I was, I like like I, re I don't know. I, I'm the kind of person who likes to like at least this at this point in my life like explain those sort of things and like talk to people about them because I think yeah. it makes me feel like less weird. Yeah, no, yeah, it was cool. very. I was. I think from like the very beginning, I was very like honest and open with you about a lot of stuff, which you I are. appreciated. Like yeah. so were you. Yeah. But we had a lot in common, and like we just like I think we had like a lot of like chemistry in general, just like even like in a friendship way, just yeah. like we like really like connected. Yeah. And yeah, and and then like he made me confused because I thought I was a lesbian, but I had a crush on him. Yeah, it was fun. We were watching a lot of movies together because oh. Sophie has very very good taste in oh, movies, thank you. and she was show she was showing me a lot of movies, mm -hmm. and I definitely remember like us watching the movie yeah. and maybe we'd kind of like touch a little, a little bit, bit. Like, maybe she, my arm would go a little yeah, bit I'm around her, like really subtly, and I'm just like like oh. in a very gentle friendly like, non-sus like, way. I was like, oh, that's like okay, that's kind of nice. Yeah, like that's interesting that he's doing that. That's nice. I like yeah. it. and then yeah, and then. And then we kissed. Yeah, God, I was like showing him like, do you guys know about gay parodies? Like this like gay song parodies. Like I was, I was listening to like, you know like this like rap like they'll just like take this rap song and then just like make it about being gay. I was showing him those and then, <laughs> and then I think we we just we I talk about mixed messages. Oh my God, yeah. I bet I'm so sorry. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, and then I think we, we just started kissing. Yeah, I kissed him first because yeah. I because I knew he wouldn't do it because because he thought I was gay. Yeah, I was very 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 cautious. But I was I was also scared like what if he doesn't? What if I was misreading this and then I kiss yeah. him and be really weird? Yeah, that would have been a funny story. You could, I mean, the thing is, you could have pulled it off like, ah, wasn't that a funny bit? Because <laughs> oh, I'm a lesbian. God. If oh, I if God. I was like whoa whoa, but. One thing too is so it's like it's kind of embarrassing but kind of funny is like the the debut Sophie plus Kayo content was the going to the gay pride parade <laughs> and Literally. like a lot of the video was about you being a lesbian and, and also stuff. like we like had a plan that like I was gonna like we were gonna do like a like a skit video or so, like some like thing where I was like his cousin or something like visiting mm -hmm. or like his a sibling or so not a sibling with a cousin so like now that's like why everyone likes saying are you cousins but I know yeah. we do look kind of alike a little bit yeah but like no, we are not related. Yeah. <laughs> We're not related. Um, and, yeah, it was just, it was very natural and, like, organic and very, like, romantic and sweet. It was. It was. It's definitely a very, for me, I didn't think, I, I've never heard of a story like this. Like, yeah. I, I've always, I've always heard, like, it's like, oh, if you're a straight man, don't you even dare to think you can make a lesbian, like, switch That's teams. not what happened. No, like, it wasn't like that. No. Like, I guess, like, I've only ever been with women before and, like... So I, and I, I didn't really like ever have feelings for men, 
but like after when butler did the thing in arcade fire why would you ever go around a man uh, that's true like i just like i honestly like i think i like opened up to him like i kind of do have a little bit of a phobia of men just a Mm -hmm. little bit like because i just like have trouble like looking them in the eye and like i get nervous around them just like i don't know as like an animator little anime fan and like elementary school like a lot of boys bullied me and I got like freaked out and like just like other experiences in my life so like yeah I never even like thought like it was never even a consideration for to me that like I could ever like have feelings for a guy but like Kayo made me feel very comfortable and like I connected with him so much and like yeah I'm very happy with him and like I just like I don't know he's like different like he's the only guy I've ever liked and he helped me realize I'm bisexual which is really nice because like I, like, I don't know, I feel very connected to the lesbian community and stuff, and, like, I'm, like, if in, in some ways it's, like, oh, okay, well, that's, like, I closed that chapter of my life, and it's, like, a little sad, not sad, because, like, I'm very happy, like, being more authentic, you know, like, being, like, okay, like, more, like, okay, this is who I am, and I'm, like, okay with it, like, that feels really, really good, like, a lot of weight off my shoulders, I think, but, like, of course, there's, like, like fun it's fun to make lesbian memes and like now i can't exactly do it anymore you know because i'm not a lesbian so like it's okay i'm i'd much rather like be happy in a relationship and be myself than than have that so i'm very very happy with like what happened and like i'm yeah i'm just very happy yeah me too i'm very happy all right. all right so yeah it's a story it's it's a whole it's a wholesome fun story we're happy yeah. we get to tell tell the whole story yeah. anyway uh what's going on we got got some really sus questions in here punk revolution now aware that he sounds like ben shapiro to me that is such a huge compliment because (laughs) every time i hear ben shapiro talk i'm like oh i disagree with this guy but his voice is so intellectual and (laughs) handsome oh my god i did not i actually i wasn't aware of it but i feel like now that you say i can i can totally hear it it. damn it but he's like the based version of him leftist shapiro yeah ben shapiro I would love to debate him. Um, can you guys sign my Death Grips ex-military vinyl? If you guys send it to us, we'll sign yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'll DM me. Ask for my address. So that's not the first time we've signed something together, actually. Yeah. Wait, what the hell? Uh, I just... Yeah, some dude owes me something that he... All right. This is just... It just reminded me of something that, like, I'm... We, we signed something for... Yeah, something. and he said he was going to send something back, and he hasn't yet. But okay, we'll get that <gasps> something. That's something else. Okay. Cole, if you're listening, you know what you did. <laughs> Um, there's so many questions. Okay. Um, what's the craziest conspiracy theory you actually believe in? Well, I actually would say I don't really believe in any, like, there's no conspiracy theories that I feel very strongly about, but I mean, I don't know, like, let's say if there's a 1% chance of a conspiracy being true, and there's thousands of conspiracies, then obviously, statistically speaking, some of them are going to be true. I liked, I'm, I really like the, the aliens, aliens, UFO UFO stuff. Do you believe in, like, uh, Area 51 stuff? Uh, I don't know that much about Area 51 specifically. I know, like, there's, like, a lot of conspiracy theories around it. But I don't know. Like, for me, I think the UFO stuff is very exciting because I think even, like, the conspiracy stuff aside and just literally, like, reading and listening to what, like, the U.S. government is saying does open... Like, the U.S. government isn't... Like, they, they, they haven't taken it off the table. So it's not like I'm being someone who's, like distrusting the the institutions by believing that it's possible that aliens are real so it's hard for me to even say it's a conspiracy but it does sound pretty crazy but i still only give it like a small uh, like a like 
less than 30% chance that UFOs and aliens are real. But I like to, I want to believe. You know what I mean? Yeah, you want to believe. Yeah. You're doing the Aquarius, which is like the alien uh, zodiac. I mean, I've read, I've read a lot about the CIA and the history of the CIA and all the horrible things they've done throughout yeah. like the 60s and stuff and 50s and 70s and 80s and 90s. So obviously there's going to be some shit they've done in the past couple decades we don't know about yet. But I also don't want to just, if something bad happens, I don't want to just immediately assume it's the CIA, but it's, right. it's always a possibility. I have a conspiracy theory I really believe in about the uh, Marilyn Monroe dress. I made a whole graphic Oh. <laughs> oh yeah this is right this is convincing dude. i was gonna write about this and i maybe still will you should um so i have a conspiracy theory that Marilyn, uh kim kardashian wore the Marilyn monroe dress at the met gala to like like maybe was paid to do it so to like promote like a bunch of like Marilyn monroe stuff related like media coming out because like April 20th, oh my god, I'm really gonna get into this. April 28th, there's like a Netflix documentary about her, and then like four days later, Kim wears a dress. Then two days later, a Marilyn Monroe filter goes viral on TikTok. Four days later, a Marilyn Monroe Andy Warhol sells at auction, the like famous one. And then like about a month later, there's like a Netflix biopic, another Netflix, by the way, that documentary was also Netflix, coming out. And then there's like, there's like a CGI Marilyn, like, like, magazine cover and stuff i don't know it's just like so close together that i really do think that kim has been involved in stuff like this and like very well because it drummed up so much controversy online that like it got people thinking about like marilyn monroe and like primed them for like consuming like marilyn monroe related stuff so like that's my belief yeah i i i hear so many stories from like the Kim Kardashian universe where people are like, oh my God, you hear about this person cheated on this person with this, this, this. And I'm just like, this happens like every year. There's another big, weird Kim it, Kardashian it's thing. It's really like, I feel like it's extremely like orchestrated it's and produced. Gotta be. Again, check out Kardashian Colloquium, good Instagram account. Yeah. She writes a lot about that. Um, so I definitely believe in that. That's, I will say that. But this one, this one's really deep and obscure too. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a good one. So you should write it up and post it eventually. I will, I will. Someone says... So that's asking, why did I start learning Jap- uh, Japanese? That was really good. Um, I'll, I'll answer this in Japanese in case this is a Japanese person. I think it is. Um, so basically they're just asking why I learned start learning Japanese. I just liked anime when I was a kid and like it became something else and like mm-hmm. just, it's important to me and I'm still doing it. So Sophie was a very interesting child to say the least. <laughs> so true, literally. Yeah. Um, that's facts. Someone asked, are you dating Sock or Punk Revolution? No. Revolution now. Sock was a psyop I did as a joke. That's Sock is one of my good friends. Um, their name is Maddie. It's not actually Sock. I just do that yeah. for the memes. Okay, it's just like a fun bit I literally did. But this, I'm, I think some people still think that like me and Kyle dating is a joke. That's not a joke. We're actually together, and I think that's becoming increasingly obvious. But like, it's not a joke. Yes. Okay. Bn and YouTube win. Well, we, I, we might upload a stream that we just did. Yeah, we, we streamed on Twitch, which was fun. I'll try to upload on YouTube. Um, I don't know. It's I, I have personally, I have mixed feelings about doing a 
Space News Network YouTube channel. Yeah, because he already has a YouTube channel. It's yeah. like a lot of work, and yeah. like it, we're a podcast, like fundamentally. And yeah. stuff. I mean, I I do like podcasts with YouTube. videos. They're cool. It could be fun, like well, as a special treat or something, like yeah. once in a while. I would rather just do a PRN Punk Revolution Now video featuring Sophie. Mm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm feeling personally pretty stressed in between like Instagram, YouTube, yeah. podcast, music. He's doing so much to do like another YouTube channel. I just feel like it's kind of like for me personally, stretching too thin. But yeah. I like I said, I do enjoy video format, obviously, and I think it's fun to do content with Sophie. So who knows? Maybe someday. Yeah, maybe. You know? Yeah. Someone says, um, "Can you please give us an explanation on the Kieran and Shipka connection?" Okay, I'm going to say this because, like, the people listening to this podcast, like, get a little bit more extra, like, stuff. Like, there is a conspiracy theory that, like, Kieran and Shipka runs Joan of Arca. It's, it's not true. We're just, we're just friends because she's a fan of Joan of Arca. And I'm like, wow, like, it's crazy. A celebrity, like, actually, like, wants to meet me and, like, hang out with me and, like, likes my memes. So we just, like, hung out and we took a picture together because, like, we like to troll. But that's basically it. She's really nice. And she likes memes. A lot. Um, oh my goodness, we got a lot of questions. We have a lot of questions. This is all, oh, here's a nice one. Someone asked, "What inspired you, as in me, Kayo?" They put Kayo in parentheses to start Joker Card. Joker Card is my electronic project that I, I released. I don't know. I've released like one EP from a while back. It's really good. I really like it. I'm really happy that people listen yeah. to it and are thinking about it. But uh, basically, you know, I've been involved in a lot of like rock and like punk music and like I've been playing guitar forever and. The world of electronic music always seemed like magic to me. Like, how on earth do you make electronic music? Like, even as a musician, it's just like, I don't know. Computers are still mysterious. You know, computers are mysterious. So I, w- I felt like kind of like as if... Like challenged a little bit? Challenged. Yeah. I felt like it was something that like I wanted to do just for the sake of making me a better musician. And I literally, ne- I didn't plan on actually ever releasing any electronic music. I just wanted to learn the basics. But as it literally was something an EP I made over the span of years because it was like just something I did in my free time for the sake of like fun and for learning. But I eventually did, you know, like turn these tracks I was working on to things I like really, really felt proud of and was like, I really personally enjoyed listening to. And I was like, screw it. You know, I have like super depressive experimental punk music coming out. Why don't I just have a little project where I can release like fun like stupid silly little like electronic music that's like a very different cr- side of creativity so I, I i i'm really happy with it yeah it's it's really good i really like it everyone go stream what's joker the, what, card joke what's the name of the ep very very painful tricks is the name of the yes, ep i still have some really cds good. to sell go buy it it's really good all right um, um okay there's a lot of questions all right give us a second do you believe in dinos they are still roaming <laughs> no do you have a kin list? Oh, do you? I do. I have... Donnie Darko is my kin. He's just like Donnie Darko. It's so I cute. love Donnie Darko. We watched it last night. Yeah, we did. We, we've seen it before a few times, but we rewatched it. Yeah. It wasn't our first time watching it, guys, okay? Um, kin list. Okay, so... Oh, God, there's just so many people that I could put on there. Like, honestly, Punk Revolution, now the character, is on my kin list. Um, just like any like sort of gamer like redditor type character and anything like, um, now that I'm like asked this question, like I can't even think. I love. There's a lot of characters I like relate to that are like weird like that. I guess. I love Jeff Mangum of Neutral Milk Hotel. I to me, I know it's so lame, but like honestly, okay, there's a few reasons. So there's a really cool Pitchfork interview with him, like maybe like 15 years ago. I don't even know. 
and he talked about his favorite like bands and he said like Minutemen and how he was like really influenced by punk and stuff and I was like I knew it his music is so good Neutral Milk Hotel's music is so yeah he's the singer of Neutral Milk Hotel Neutral Milk Hotel's music is so good of course it's it's freaking punk influenced so I felt like because I love Neutral Milk Hotel so much I love his lyrics I feel like I connect to his lyrics and the fact that he's a punk fan really was made meant a lot to me and someone also asked me what my favorite punk bands are so I'm just gonna real quickly say Minutemen is definitely up there I love I love Black Flag um, I really love I also really love P Power Violence I like Drop Dead I saw Drop Dead live and that was a freaking amazing um, I like No Comment another fantastic Power Violence band I, I for me it's it's the the classics i mean post i guess like the the og like 80s 90s post hardcore like black flag minutemen uh the jesus lizard post hardcore is my favorite genre obviously so kind of those bands noise rocky post hardcore kind of bands with um with uh neutral milk hotel going on the list too because they're punk yeah i uh, i just like remember i went on my letterbox to be like okay what do i what kind of media do you like again I, I, I kind of kin Diane from BoJack Horseman a little bit. Like, cause she's, she's, like, extremely cringe sometimes, but I just, like, she's, like, kind of nerdy and, like, smart and, like... I like her. Yeah. I feel like everyone on that show is such an a-hole, and yeah. then she's, like, actually someone who's kind of, like, chill and... She's pretty chill. Like, she has her flaws, but, like, she's, like, I don't know. I, I guess I admire some, some parts of her. I, def I don't know why I kin Rosemary from Rosemary's Baby. That's really you, bad. You can Rosemary because Rosemary has been hurt by so many men throughout the entire movie. So true, literally. Um, I, I think I can I think I can Megan a little bit from but I'm a cheerleader. That's one of my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. Um good movie. Oh yeah, we watched it. Yeah, he finally watched it. He really liked I it. I loved it. Which is like really important to me cuz it's like may, might be my favorite movie. For a little context, last episode you should definitely listen to. We did a review of the movie They Slash Them, which is a a a a horror film that takes place on a gay conversion therapy camp mm -hmm. it's and really bad. it's really bad and then sophie was like you should watch but i'm a cheerleader which is a movie that takes place at a gay conversion therapy camp it's a really good movie it's really wholesome and sweet it I, was awesome i can this girl from only yesterday oh oh yeah you show me Wait, oh, oh, that's one of my favorite movies i don't think I don't you've know. seen it maybe not i feel like you just show me a lot of like funny little anime people <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think i can nathan fielder i can i can nathan yeah fielder. you are nathan fielder you're my nathan fielder Aww. um what else do i can i think i uh, oh i can oh i can bella donna of, of sadness uh john jen i can dr fauci <laughs> i want dr fauci to give me a vaccine oh my god and put a band-aid on me and say you're my best friend oh that's sweet yeah i don't know i I enjoy a lot of, like, movies, I guess. So, like, there's a lot of movie characters I really like that I... Oh, I can Jack Black. To. Jack Black. Ooh. Jack Black is so awesome because he's a musician and he's really funny. And, like, mm -hmm. that to me is important to someone who can do both. I, I can Kamikaze Girls to the movie. That's another movie I'll make you watch. Have you ever seen um, Tenacious D in The Pick of Destiny? I haven't. That movie's so I awesome. I can Fran Lebowitz. Oh, okay, all right. Not really. I'm literally nothing like her. I just think I, was thinking, I like, just think she's funny. Okay, I'm like, literally nothing like her. Sophie, Sophie's got NYC vibes after spending a few months here. She's like, Fran, she thinks she's friendly wits. I literally before I like came here, I made a meme saying I'm the fram, friendly wits of the Twin Cities yeah. metropolitan area, which I'm literally not. I think I'm like probably the opposite of friendly wits. 
Hmm. I, like I'm like I feel like I'm not mean like her. I'm like I don't think I'm as like quick witted as she is, and like I'm not as cynical as she is. Like I think I'm, but I I I just find her entertaining because I often like don't agree with her. It's just like fun to hear her talk about stuff. Um, what's your favorite? What's your favorite meme? Um, bad luck, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that true? Yeah, it's it's a classic. It's a classic. It's so funny. Um, I th- I don't know if like the Oprah gif counts as a meme. It's probably my favorite meme. It's just Oprah. You know the gif. If you yeah. follow me, you know the gif. Um, I like a I when when you say meme, I just think of like stand Twitter reaction videos. I I like why are you laughing? Or Paul's like, why are you laughing? And then like Morgan McMichael's like has like a flower, a bouquet of flowers, and she's just like, I don't know. It's so good. It's so good. Um, let's see. A lot of questions about Andrew Tate. Listen to her previous episode. Z. Um, hmm. If you met Oprah, would you recreate the Oprah gif? Yeah, I would. Do you think Oprah knows about the Oprah gif? I don't. Th- I honestly don't think she does. I don't think so because I didn't really know about the Oprah gif. She's like so famous. Like, like if someone's, I'm sure she's aware there are gifts of her. Yeah. yeah. That like there are more famous Oprah gifts than the Oprah gif exactly. I'm referring to. Exactly. But like if you say the Oprah gift like to a certain like kind of person they will know what you're what you what you're talking about someone asks if you had the power to completely cancel deplatform someone who would it be anthony fantana <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that i mean that's that's a mean thing to say like he's going through a divorce i mean okay so the thing is is he's literally my competitor it's like <laughs> it's like it's like it's like you like i'm sure steve jobs like wanted bill gates to like have some horrible scandal so apple could succeed like it's a messed up thing you don't you know like i think it says in the bible you don't you shouldn't like wish ill will against people but i'm not a christian i'm an atheist so i say bring on the pain to anthony fantano so i can steal all his subscribers (laughs) oh my god what about you sophie i don't know i mean i feel like the obvious answer would have been like andrew tate but that's already happened so i don't really know like I, and I, <laughs> maybe Alex Jones. I don't yeah. Well, know. the like, thing is, is like, it's like the the thing is, is like once someone is deplatformed and canceled, they only they, like they, fuel to the fire. yeah they don't go away. Like we've been seeing so many annoying ass Andrew Tate memes Tate now. It's like, stuff, yeah. please just go away. Just go. Like I, I know eventually, like everyone has like a short attention span. In a few weeks, everyone's gonna forget about Andrew Tate. But like, deplatforming is kind of just like annoying in its own way. So. Mm-hmm. Um. You say punk revolution is happening now. When exactly do you mean? How soon is now? The Smiths. I get that freaking question in my DM every time. I like, bet. like, oh, when is the punk revolution happening? And it's like, like I get that DM like fifty oh, times, and it's like, so do you really question, find? It's like, is this punk? Yeah, it's like, do you really find it funny for me to be like, no? But I guess, pe- <laughs> I guess people, funny. I guess people do because that's how I have so many subscribers and followers on Instagram. It's like, I guess people really like the the phrase "punk revolution" now. So it's the a answer great is, phrase. like, I like it. I mean, I literally started the YouTube channel because I thought the phrase was good. Like, I it's had the, so great. I had the phrase in my head before I had the concept of what kind of videos I was gonna post. So I made the video, the channel before I had any ideas of what to post on okay, it. Okay, we got a controversial question. Actually, it's from. Sorry, I'm going to say the name. Isabella. Isabella. Salmonella. Salmonella. All right, so just everybody, just so everyone's clear. Just so everyone's clear here. This is Isabella Salmonella. I-S. Everyone go on her Instagram page. Don't do that. It's I-S-A. 
Okay, I'm just saying, if you want to, you don't have to, but oh if you do choose to go on her Instagram page, it is I-S-A-B-E-L-L-A-S-A-L-M-O-N-E-L-L-A, and she asks a very interesting question. She says, why are you guys so scared to talk about anything of substance and even present a new idea once in a while? The po- podcast is boring. All right, Isabella, that's a really good question. Well, how about this? I have been suffering from alcoholism and depression because of people like you. Um, okay, well, I feel like I kind of disagree with that because, like, I feel like we do talk about stuff that's, like, kind of of substance, like, but also, like, one of the, like, arguments I hate the most is, like, when people comment, like, why is this news? Because there's, like, different kinds of journalism, right? And, like, news about, like, media and, like, music is, like, valid and important, I think. Like, why is this a new- why is this news? Like, why do we care? It's All right, like- we got some new- we got some new news. Everyone, breaking news. Isabella Salmonella on Instagram hurt my freaking feelings so bad. And these questions weren't anonymous. And we have you on tape, Isabella Salmonella. You know what you-, you- we know what you did. We know what you did. You asked us a mean question. Um, but yeah, us, us responding to this question is proof that like we're not scared. We're okay, not afraid. Yeah. No, actually, you know what? To be true, no, it's, no, she's right. We, we should probably do a little bit more news on Trump. we got to talk about Trump more. <laughs> That's what the people want. So now how did you figure out you weren't a lesbian? I think I already answered that question. Just meant a, it just not every, you know, like it's okay to like come out multiple times and like figure out your sexuality and your gender and stuff. And like, it's like a, pro, it's like, it's like a it's not always like obvious especially if you're a woman sophie be like harry styles that her sexuality has been a journey except she it actually has been a journey for her because unlike harry styles she's bisexual and lgbtq oh wait, wait i wanted to answer this one. Oh, sorry sorry someone said south park or family guy oh, <laughs> See, was family guy family I, guy I mean, south park's good too but like family guys like just like you could literally just like send me any clip from family guy and i'd laugh yeah i have a good friend who's 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 team south park and i'm team's family guy and we do get into some some fights about it but like it's obviously family guy so family guy is just a little bit more epic I feel like I honestly feel like Family Guy is a little bit more liberal. So like mm. I feel like South Park's a little bit more like libertarian. It is, it is, definitely. So uh, when will Base News Network be getting a manscaped sponsorship? As like, soon. Literally hit us up. If you want to pay Sophie and I if, if someone pays Sophie and I a hundred thousand dollars a year to do a manscaped sponsorship, we'll do it. It's gonna be hard to put my punk ethics aside. But if we have if we have to make a hundred thousand dollars a year to talk thirty seconds in a podcast about why it's good to buy razors to shave your balls, wait a second. That's that's that's. Um, why can't there be razors for women? Why is it man? Okay, maybe sometimes it's best to you know, just take a step back and take a breath. You know, it's okay. Why can't there <laughs> be a razor for women? There are flamingo. All right. Well, we'll take mo- we'll take your money if you do a woman razor. What's a question? How do you grow your podcast to strangers? Everyone in real life hates me and threatens me. Okay. Well, first off, fix it. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why does everybody hate you? Um, I don't want to answer any more of that. Okay. Uh, do you know? Do you squ- what squirt? I don't know. Don't answer that. All right. <laughs> There's a lot of questions we, th- about that. Like a lot. Like uh, too yeah. many. Why is everyone asking about squirting? Someone says. 
did you plan the podcast before the first episode or was it a random idea like hey base news network we kind of planned it we i think we took a few weeks to plan it yeah we thought about it uh wow we got a lot of questions um, you know it's kind of it's starting, now that we're scrolling through the questions it's starting to stink stink in that a lot of these questions are literally just shit posts yeah a lot of them are. you freaking trolls making us scroll so much through all these questions because 99 percent of them are like squirt best post genre post hardcore obviously <laughs> that's such an obvious answer too um how long have we been dating two and a half months maybe? Yeah. Months? yeah 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 i think I feel like we got through, like, most of, like, the... I mean, there's one about how to get a meme page admin girlfriend. Don't be a reply guy. Don't be a reply guy like, and don't be a Republican. Reply guys are so annoying. Well, actually, that's not true. I, I have some reply guys, and they're, they're nice and sweet. But, like, if you want to, like, actually date a meme page admin, like, literally just meet one in real life, okay? And, like, be normal. <laughs> Every once in a while, Sophie shows me her reply guys and how they're so just aggressively perverted and aggressively just like some of them are definitely incels and like say like sexual things to me i would like flirt with me it's like i don't i wish you know i i I know you wouldn't do this sophie but like if i were you i'd be very tempted to just like screenshot them post it and be like hey everyone look at this fucking pervert in my replies i feel bad though because i feel like that's just gonna further like make them more misogynist and hateful yeah you're 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 more mature than i am so you're you're smarter you're more like no it's just i i don't know i feel i maybe because you have like a lot of like maybe you're desensitized to it a little bit because you're a woman yeah i mean i get like i literally get hundreds of messages like a day yeah like that yeah and i get and i get none so when i do get when i get a peek like that and i see under the hood of being a woman with a meme page and how you get like sexually harassed i think it's like there's like a fascination with like women who are like who like also like your funny reddit memes and yeah. it's like oh like a woman understands me and like and she like i don't know i guess she's i find her attractive a woman who likes radiohead <laughs> and i think that's like appealing so like they want like i i think like the one thing I wonder is, like, I'm surprised that you guys, like, think you have, like, a chin. Not because, like, you're, anything's wrong with, like, how you look or anything. It's just, like, it's impractical to start a relationship over, like, Instagram DMs. You know what I mean? Well, this is how men, this is how men are with their entitlement. Going back to Win Butler, they, they want it, and they think they can just have it if they, like, push for it hard enough. Yeah. And the only thing that's standing in between the, them getting, them and what they want is, like, woman being annoying for rejecting them you yeah. know what i mean my advice is like just find someone in real life and it's a vicious cycle you might find maybe you'll find a real meme page i'm in real life just yeah. meet, just literally just go outside and meet a real person yeah you're a creep if you're dming a random meme account with horny stuff you're just a creep and that's why you're not getting a girlfriend all right it's simple as that stop being a fucking creep that's your first step all right and maybe I'm being a little aggressive because I'm, I'm like, like I li- when I see some of these posts, I literally want to like just, let's just say I want to vote them out of office. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I think that's probably the end of the episode. And any other, any other questions you saw? Anything? I think we we asked like we answered like most of them. There's there was a lot of questions. There was a lot. Like I think we got through most of them. We can do this again. Yeah, this though. was really fun. I'd like to do this again. Honestly, it's like fun to like maybe once a month or something like that. Yeah, like actually like connect with people who yeah. listen to the podcast and like it means a lot to us to yeah. see people listen. Like and... they actually care. Like it actually yeah. it like makes me super happy. Yeah. And like I don't know like 
it probably helps to like get to know us better. Like especially, I mean, there might be people listening that like don't even know us from our meme page and just yeah. listen, which is maybe unlikely. But oh, I'm sure like, there is. But, but like, it's a I don't know. I think it's important that like people get to know us. They, and, they're oh, fans of the podcast. Yeah, and so. and I, I'm I'm blown away. The amount of like ratings and likes we have yeah. on Spotify and the podcast app is incredibly high. It's like yeah. it's higher than a lot of podcasts like that I listen to yeah. already. And like I don't think a lot of people like understand like how important like rating the yeah, podcast it, is. It, like it makes a huge yeah. difference. We can see the statistics on the back end of like how many listeners we have and stuff and it's going up and up and up because it, you know obviously we do post it on the meme stuff, but also like it's part of the how this the pod, podcast algorithms work. Yeah. So like if like I know it's like cliche because like every podcast is like please rate us it really helps but it really does help like a lot like like so, more than you would guess we have the best fan base ever because yeah. you all are doing that and it's so it's so nice like it really is really helping and like Kyle and I both really really like doing it yeah like it's really fun we we would love to maybe do this podcast some someday like twice a week or whatever yeah, you know what I mean like like let us know like what you think yeah if, if for us to get there we need to like grow more because yeah. it's a lot of work but yeah. you know it's like we, we, we're excited about the podcast, so thanks yeah, everybody for supporting us. Yeah, and if like anyone has us. like like suggestions or like stuff they want to see, yeah. or like please like just message me. Like I check my DMs usually, so um, or oh email me is gmail.com. What if we did a, a black flag logo that said base news? All right, Smex work. Would you buy that for Smex work? Smex work. <laughs> All right, we'll talk more about that later. <laughs> All right, thanks so much for everybody watching. Thank you. This has been Base News Network. Base News Network. Base news Network.